Hi, I'm Anne. And I'm John. And this is John, John and Anne's Wrestling Podcast. Hi, everybody. Hello, and welcome back to John welcome and back. Welcome back. Well, we were we were there for a while, and then we were gone for a while, and now we're back for a we while. We were we were gone for months. For months. Months and months. People were worried. Were they? Uh, Nobody said anything to me, but yeah, no. Well, one guy asked me, but that. Okay. Uh, yeah. Well, anyway, right. we're back, and for those of you who are just now joining us for the first time ever, this is John and Ann's Wrestling Podcast, a podcast for everyone yeah and it's about wrestling exactly i know a little bit about wrestling well i know a good amount about wrestling now um but i'm a newer fan and john is um well john how would you describe yourself uh someone who should go out more and try other things i like wrestling a lot i watch a lot of it probably too much of it i think so when this started it was that i was a big wrestling fan and i would sort of randomly talk to you about wrestling here and there. Uh, and then this was a way for me to be like, for you to organize our time together to say like, how about we have one hour a week where you get all your wrestling out. You tell me everything about <laughs> uh, wrestling. That was a joke. It was, but it was a good premise for we a podcast. We talked about too. wrestling all the time. <laughs> we did, but I did, I did really try once we had the podcast to be like, I'll wait, mm-hmm. I'll wait. Yeah. And then I just stopped talking to you all together. Mm-hmm. But, um, no, we didn't do that. But uh, but I think what happened is you eventually got, and I'm not saying this is because of me, but did, over the course of this time that we've been doing the podcast, you did get significantly more into wrestling yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes I worry that it's people see me and they're like, oh, well, I'm not as into wrestling as that guy. So I must be in a healthy amount of wrestling. And, and just be careful, because I'm at such an unhealthy amount of wrestling that even being 50% of what I am is probably too much. Well, then, I guess I have too much. Um, yeah. Yeah, so anyway, that was a, a detailed history of this podcast. Yep, you know me. That is now a video cast. Yes. It's a vlog, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to do things a little bit differently. We're going to mostly do the same thing, to be honest, but we're going to do things differently, too, I think. Uh, but let's start off by talking about what's happened since we've been gone. Um, can I kick us off with a topic? <laughs> what? Yes. I'm going to kick us off with a topic. Yes, you can. My topic is this weekend our podcast came back, but also so did Mercedes Monet. Mercedes Monet or Mercedes Monet. Mercedes Monet. I always say it wrong. I say Monet. Don't I, say Monet. It's money. Mercedes I, money. Yeah, well, it's Monet, right? Like, it's like, it's sort of halfway between, right? I it's think supposed it's to be like money. It's just Mercedes money. Money, yeah. Money. Yeah, because her song goes money. <laughs> so I think it's just <laughs> money. <laughs> and, um, yeah, but she's back. She's back. And she looks great. She's doing great. Had a great match. At- she did look great. She had furry leg warmers, which was reminiscent did. to your old xsw character it was, a, it was a huge nod actually yeah she was uh, she said while she was away from wwe she studied a lot of tape uh a lot of which was extremely serious wrestling xsw uh for those unfamiliar xsw is an indie wrestling promotion that is a comedy wrestling promotion however yeah. it is extremely serious yes exactly and um so the matches are similar to like a sketch 
mm-hmm. uh, set in a in a wrestling ring type deal. Um, and so, you know, she said she was heavily inspired by that. Cheater Dust was her favorite wrestler. These interviews are out there. You know, you just got to search for them. Sometimes they get deleted, so it can be hard to find them after the fact. But she said all this. Uh, so she had the leg warmers, the Cheeto Dust leg warmers. Yeah. And that, anyway. Yeah. That was a joke. If you're not familiar with us or wrestling, um, you're confused. But that was all a joke. It was actually a nod to another wrestler whose name escapes me at the moment. John, please know it. The first person I'm thinking of is Bruiser Brody because he used to have like furry no, boots, but I don't think the that's girl who it was. Who, the girl who... Oh, Hanakamura. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I am familiar with her. I am not familiar with her gear, so I wasn't it was sure, but her they did gear. say... It okay, was like it was fully her gear. Her gear. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I saw photos on Instagram. Okay, yeah. Um, but this is why it's good to have guys like John around because he, uh, he well, knows things when I don't. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, I enjoyed the match. It was a great match. It seemed to be received well by most people. Yeah, it was so good. And it was somebody she'd worked with before. Kyrie Sane. Yes. Kyrie. Kyrie. Just Kyrie. It used yeah. to be Kyrie in WWE. Now it's just Kyrie. She's a pirate. That's yeah, that is there's no more context. She's just a pirate. She's a pirate who wrestles people. Yeah. Um and she was great. And it's you know, she so that IWGP Women's Championship is a championship that New Japan has introduced for stardom wrestlers, which is like their sister company because they're owned by the same mm-hmm. overall company. Uh, it was for them to wrestle uh, on New Japan shows so they could have more women on the shows um, and highlight stardom wrestlers on New Japan shows. And it was it's Kyrie went up against another big stardom wrestler, Mayu Iwatani. And they had a great match, uh, a historic crossover. But Kyrie is like obviously was the most like famous, internationally famous person in the company in stardom because she mm-hmm. had been in WWE for several years. So it seemed like the title was kind of just hers for like as long as she wanted to have it. And then a more famous person showed up uh, and is now the champion. But uh, she seemed okay with it though. She they seemed okay with it. Yeah. At the end of the match, they hugged. Yes, they did have. They had a great match. It they did have really a great nice. hug. It seemed very emotional for both of them. Yeah. Um, they hugged and Kyrie put the belt on her, which is a huge sign yeah, of respect. Exactly. And I think I mean I'm, it, putting it on uh, Mercedes was the absolutely the right move. She's a superstar and she's going to draw tons of attention to them. Yeah. And she's great. She's a great wrestler. She can more than keep up with and exceed the stardom like level of. I now subscribe uh, to New Japan. Yeah. I would never have otherwise subscribed to New Japan. I, yeah. I've i heard great things about it, but I'm not deep enough into the world to make the time to watch another promotion. I'm a, mainly an AEW watcher, and mm-hmm. sometimes I watch WWE for their women's division. But now I have this New Japan membership, so I'm starting to watch that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they've got a new fan out of me. So hopefully the, all the money they paid her was worth... Um, Gaining me. Yeah, your $8, $9 a month. $9 plus the $20 I paid for the pay-per-view. That's right. We bought Battle in the Valley. Although I bought it when you normally would have probably bought it. So I don't know if they, I don't know if it was like a net positive. Yeah, they were probably looking at the stats. They're like, no, we evened out here. Yeah, it's just everybody's girlfriends got into it. Yeah, unfortunately, (laughs) all these guys that were going to buy it now. Really, oh. that would be amazing if it was true because it would mean so many New Japan men have girlfriends. Yeah, it would really. Oh, it would really be a uh, quite the shocker. <laughs> sing, I sing them. Um, uh, but yeah, no, it was a great match. Uh, it was really, it was just incredible how great she looked. 
and how well she moved and everything. I mean, it's not like she hadn't wrestled in five years, but she hadn't wrestled. I mean, on in front of it, like in an actual show. I'm sure she was training a lot, mm-hmm. but she had not wrestled in an actual show for you know nine months. Nine or months. Something. She said she said it was going to be her baby. Yeah, and she, if you don't know, nine months is how long it takes to make a baby. How, how long? Nine months. Okay. Ugh. What'd you do? I didn't do anything. Oh, we're canceled. Oh, we're canceled. Why are we canceled? Because the equipment was broken by you. Oh, no. I'll put it over here. Will you grab that Dragon Ball Z man out of there? Yeah. Um. Just talk about Dragon Ball Z. Oh, could I? Oh, man. Oh, Dragon no, Ball Z. Don't do it. It's a Super Saiyan Goku. Don't do it. I got it at Epcot Center somehow. Isn't that crazy? Oh, now all the Disney adults are going to watch us. I don't want them. Oh, no. Just Hashtag kidding. Epcot. We love the Disney adults. We love them. Uh, anyway, okay. So now, what do you want to talk about? I talked about well, Mercedes. I wasn't, I wasn't, I guess, necessarily done with that, but she, but she looked great, uh, and she wrestled as a heel, which was great. She was clearly, yeah. I mean, not like a full on, full on heel, but she was definitely quite heelish. Certainly more than Kyrie was in that match. Yeah, she I said this to you already, but I enjoy that in kayfabe. Technically, if you're not acknowledging any backstage drama whatsoever, she just stormed out of WWE because she heard there was another championship yeah. to win and went and won that championship because she's just so greedy for championships. Yeah. Like, if you're fully just in kayfabe, that's what happened. And that's a great justification for it. It is. It is. Um, but she was great. And then uh, Battle in the Valley was a great show. Uh, the, the New Japan just, like, restructured their U.S. division, New Japan Strong. So mm-hmm. they were doing, like, tapings, like, every few months and then doing, like, cutting them up into weekly episodes. And then they would do, like, I don't know, five pay-per-views a year or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now they're they're going to just do like the the u.s pay-per-views like battle in the battle in the valley mm-hmm. uh, and then they're going to cut those up so they'll be on fight tv for pay-per-view and then they're going to cut them up into episodes for their weekly show oh um so you can watch them over a period of time but it'll take time to get there but uh i think that's a good way to do it because then it makes the weekly show feel more important and you can see it without having to, with just the new japan subscription if you want um, wow so you're saying i spent 20 dollars i didn't have to spend well, we saw it much earlier than we would have. And I would imagine her match is probably going to be towards the end of that run. So it would probably be like at least a month away. Um, hmm. But yeah, it was a great show. Eddie Kingston versus Jay White is one of my matches Eddie. of the year already. Eddie. I forgot I, Eddie was. You, you were watching uh, Eddie Kingston, something with Eddie Kingston earlier. And from the other room, I could hear it. And I couldn't understand any word he was saying because it was too far away. But I could hear like, oh, we're going to watch it. You like you could just hear you could just hear the Eddie Kingston like he does have voice. a great like Macho Man style of speaking like not yeah. exactly like Macho Man I'm just saying like in the vein of like that type of person yeah. who is a character just when they talk. Um, I was watching what what you overheard was me watching him confronting CM Punk. Oh, that was great, and it was really great. It's At the really time, great. I was trying to be like, "Well, Punk's cool too," and now I'm like, "Oh man." Really I know, especially when like, you watch it with hindsight, you're like, this yeah. is the best eight minutes of television I've yeah. seen in a long Eddie time. Eddie just spitting a lot of truth here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and it's funny because he says the same things about MJF. Yeah. But, like, you know, you got to wonder how much of it's... You got to wonder, because with the punk stuff, I think he was probably being uh, well, very honest. Punk's, with the punk stuff, we have the hindsight yes. to know that CM Punk actually was a jerk. So when Eddie was coming out and saying, like, you're a narcissist and everybody hates you in the locker room and you're such a jerk... At the time, it was like, oh, Eddie, what a thing to say to the beloved star. And now it's like, 
oh eddie you were trying to warn everybody <laughs> yeah and then uh when a when a when a wrestler tells you you're a narcissist you know mm. you really it's like it's like a comedian telling you uh you're a narcissist it's like yeah. I mean, um but yeah, no that the was a stuff is hard because sometimes you can't tell even in the cm punk like infamous all out thing when he was like talking about mjf being a dick i was like this always feels like they're talking about the character or they're doing it on like it still always feels like they're talking about him as a character even if it's like slightly blurred um yeah, yeah the eddie kingston stuff i mean also in that feud with eddie kingston he was people were cheering for eddie kingston and yeah, i, I just think i remember eddie, people eddie, booing eddie cm punk a lot and that which was like kind yeah. of the first time people had been booing punk well it's hard um, to boo eddie because he's such a He's an everyman, he's you know? He's an everyman. And he's so genuine. He seems warm. He's got a warmth to him. He like, exudes warmth. He's like, at the same time, has so much darkness, but also so much love and warmth. Yeah. And he's so relatable in so many ways and is also like a great performer. Mm-hmm. And he's just really... He seems like the kind of guy that like, if somebody was messing with you on the street, you'd want to run into. You'd be like, yeah. help this guy's bothering me. And Eddie would be like, he's bothering you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to take care of him. I'm going to beat him up. Yeah. <laughs> and then like, he would just talk to the guy and tell him like how sad he is. Or he'd beat him <laughs> yeah, up. And he would beat him up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he beats people up that Eddie. He does. And he beat up Jay White and it was a great, fantastic match. Jay White had just previously had a match. Uh, at uh, one of the new beginning shows for new Japan uh in osaka i believe and that he lost to bullet club up-and-comer hikaleo who also has rumors that he may be going to wwe but they had a loser leaves japan match and uh jay white lost and it was it was also a very good match um they had a moment where he tried to came and escorted him from the country yeah basically and so he got banned from the country of japan and then he went and he was like that's right i'm gonna take over new japan strong because i've been there uh a lot and i'm like and he did actually work a lot of those shows and he was like i'm gonna take over there and then apparently they added a stipulation to him versus eddie kingston which eddie had been trying to get this match for like months Mm -hmm. and when i went to the show in new york it was eddie and okada versus jay white and was it kenta or juice robinson that's who it was juice robinson bullet club and uh this was a big deal for eddie and and they were like okay fine you went loser leaves town or it was the stipulation was if jay white lost he would leave new japan if Eddie Kingston lost, he would leave New Japan unless he begged Jay White to let him wrestle there again. Mm. Um, and so Eddie Kingston won, and it was a phenomenal match. We were uh, happy. I went like this. Yay. I was very excited. Um, well, you were kind of getting tired watching it uh, live, and then Eddie Kingston showed up, and you got all excited. <laughs> I was like falling asleep. I was trying yeah. to watch it live. It didn't start till 11 yeah. p.m. Eastern time. And I had already watched Elimination Chamber. Yeah. So I was getting a little wrestled out, as I say. Yeah, yeah. It was and a lot. I was about to fall. I was like falling asleep on the sofa. And then I hear, in the world, it's cold. Oh, better bun to love. But in the world, it's cold. Oh. Better bun to And I was like, Eddie. Eddie. It's so exciting. Because it is like, you know, he's not, he's not a Sesame Street character. <laughs> but it's a little like you know, hearing the Muppet show music or something where you're like, something yeah. fun is going to happen. A nice person's here. It's time to make the music. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I equate him with, you know, like a Fozzie bear or, a, you know, I want to see Statler and Waldorf try to heckle him. And then him just talking about like a time he thought he was going to kill himself. Until homicide and then, stopped him. Yeah. And then they're just like, Ugh. <laughs> 
Jeez. Jesus. <laughs> Getting a little heavy there, and I don't mean physically, but I also <laughs> do mean physically because they would definitely yeah, they would make fun definitely, of him yeah, for yeah, that. Yeah, they would. Um, but I learned that from the CM Punk thing, that he's he, he he's self-conscious about his weight a little bit. He is. He got into a, like, supposedly got into a real fight with Sammy Guevara over something like that. Oh, wow. Her Sammy Guevara said, like, a series of fights backstage. Mm. Um, well, was that Andrade one where apparently uh, Sammy didn't actually take a swing, but... Andrade mm. did. Uh, anyway, we'll see. Well, we don't, we don't know if Andrade is going to come back, but uh, yeah. So then having Jay White, a, quite a legendary New Japan career. He was great, and then he goodbye Jay White. Goodbye Switchblade. Uh, and he tried to do a little promo afterwards, and he got attacked by David Finley, son of uh, wrestling legend Fit Finley. Um, and he and David Finley's always been like a a good a really good wrestler who's like a pretty straightforward babyface who has good matches but is otherwise not that. And then he had a, cut a quite impassioned, really shithead promo. Yeah, he was mean. Yeah, he was real mean, and it was great. Um, if was, I had a name like Fit Finley or Finley at all, I would want my gimmick to be that I am a fish. Oh, Finn. I just think that's what you should do. Do you think Finn Balor should be a fish? Actually, yeah, I yeah. really do. <laughs> I think Finn Balor not having some kind of fish gimmick is ridiculous to me. It is. Yep. When I learned he was like just a demon, I'm like, what? His name is Finn. He should have a little fish. He should. Or be a little fish or like an Aquaman gimmick where he talks to fish or something like that. I'm going to call it help if I have trouble. Or like Boy, he doesn't trouble. have arms, he has fins because of a horrible accident with toxic fish waste, you know? Or he was mutated. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. He has some kind of fish power. Mm-hmm. All this, all these, these are my thoughts. All these guys are Irish. What are you talking about? All these fins. Yeah. Finn Balor. Uh, but you know, David I really Finn. only have room for like two Irish people yeah. in my head and their names are Becky Lynch and Seamus. That's true. Um, so sorry, Nation of Ireland. Finley's also from Northern Ireland. Technically, I can't believe our first video episode. I'm like really going hard on like the Nation of Ireland. Yeah, well, we want to get canceled as quickly as possible. Yeah. Um, you know, Not we don't want to canceled as a show, but canceled as people. Yeah, no, that's what I mean. We want to. Um, oh. I don't want to do this every week. Come on, you know, mm-hmm. this is exhausting. Um, but yeah, so anyway, Battle of the Valley was a great show. Some really other great stuff on it. Definitely check it out if you can. Um, it should be up on New Japan. Well, I guess they're, well, yeah, so they used to do, like, I don't know, two months later or something, or a month later, they would have the U.S. pay-per-views would be on NJPW World, their streaming service, uh, on demand. But with the new taping structure, I don't know, it might take time. It might be cut up onto into episodes of Strong. But either way, it'll be there. Yeah. Um, so check it out. Uh, it was also great just to see, like, you know, WWE had a big show, but it's just great to see, like, this New Japan show uh, being great and just being such a, like, yeah. happy, fun show and being like, there's just so many. I just love other wrestling shows. You know what I mean? I love seeing big, fun, happy wrestling shows yeah. that are good and enjoyable and everybody's having a great time and nobody needs WWE. And I'm not even trying ended, to, like, shit on WWE. It ended on I a just... note. Well, you can't because you've got a big WrestleMania logo yeah, behind yeah, yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you got the money in the bank here, too. Uh, but yeah. uh, it ended on a really fun note where Mercedes and Okada are going to be a yeah. tag team together, right? Yeah, yeah it seems like they're probably going to do some sort of, like, New Japan stardom crossover. And I was like, oh, yeah, they're both money. They're both money. 
Because he's the rainmaker. Money. Um, Money. That was after he said that he and uh, Tanahashi should go after the tag team titles, which would be cool. It's also incredible how Tanahashi is has been wrestling so intensely for so long. He's on like the back half of his, of his 40s now, which is not like super old or anything, but you know, in athletics that could be starting to get into, but he's just, he always has fantastic matches when he's in these like big main events. Even if he like is a little bit more like moving a little bit more gingerly and like mm-hmm. smaller matches and tag matches. Like I remember he was on dynamite and he was like, he was in a tag match with Moxley to, to promote forbidden door. And he looked like, okay, but he was definitely moving a little slower and being pretty safe. But then when they had that forbidden door match, he just like lights it up. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, it's just, Incredible. That's. I mean, that's probably how he's able to do it. Is he like will turn it down a little bit when I he mean, Jericho's yeah. like almost fifty, isn't he? Jericho's like fifty-two. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Jericho's also been wrestling. Jericho quite does a lot. Style. I mean, he doesn't do as much as I feel like he used to. He's kind of more of a talker now. Yeah, he does do a lot of that. He he picks his spots. He wrestles more frequently than that he needs to. Than he needs to for sure. But he doesn't. Um. But he he knows what he's doing. He's adjusted yeah. his style quite a bit. He has. Um. But, but yeah, anyway, so Battle in the Valley was great. And then, of course, you know, we had, um, should we? Yeah, let's go. Uh, but, yeah, they're going to be a tag team, it seems like, or they're going to do at least one one-off one, uh, one, one off match. And it'd be great if she joined Chaos, His that's Okada's stable. Yeah. And that's his faction in New Japan. And, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I was like, oh, yeah, they're both money. 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 Uh, we, we don't have the rights to it. No, we don't. Cut. Uh so they'll be like, that's too accurate. You sung that too well. Um, but yeah, then. What do we talk about next? Well, we have, I, I was trying to think of if we should do something else, but let's just go right into it. <laughs> so the other thing that happened was Elimination Chamber. Yes, Elimination yes. Chamber was the same evening. It was the same the evening. very same evening. Earlier in now, the night. Now, the concept of an Elimination Chamber is that it is, it is a chamber that you go into and then you are eliminated from it. Exactly. Did I explain that well enough, you think? Technically. Technically. I don't know if it was... Yeah, technically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, um, there's a chamber. Yeah. And they send the wrestlers into the chamber. Mm-hmm. And they fight each other. Mm-hmm. And they, one by one, pin each other and mm-hmm. eliminate them from the chamber. Until there was only one man left alive. Ergo, elimination chamber. Yes. So, yeah. So, they had elimination chamber, which was really a great... Very enjoyable show as well. I mean, I thought it was good. I was I was happy with how it ended. I mainly watched the women's match because that's how I am. Mm-hmm. And um, like I liked the outcome. Mm-hmm. Asuka won, which mm-hmm. was great and not something I was fully expecting. So I was happily surprised. Mm-hmm. But there were a couple problems. Um, one, oh, yeah. One, uh, I'll say, is that uh, they didn't even film Nikki Cross getting pinned. No, yeah, they were. And the second problem I have with that is they pinned her before Asuka even entered the chamber. They pinned yeah. her way early. It. I feel like it took a couple of moves to take her down, but I wouldn't remember it because they were showing replays when she was eliminated. It seemed like throughout the night there was were problems rude. with directing. Yeah, like it seemed like several times there were I, there were other instances. Also, like that I, I was had... excited, like Nikki and Oscar together is like such an exciting pairing, and it yeah, was, right. It was just a bummer that she got eliminated before Oscar even was got released into, the match, into yeah. the match. 
Um, and yeah, that was very annoying. And it was like, oh, this is like one of the biggest stars in the match just got eliminated off camera. <laughs> and then they had to show a replay of it. Um, but yeah, like all night, it seemed like they were constantly kind of missing big moments uh, mm-hmm. or like cutting away to things weirdly. I don't know if it was like a new director or something. Very weird. Um, but yeah, that was annoying. Um, everybody did their best, uh, but it was, a, it was a good match overall. They had like, you know, Liv Morgan's always out there working her ass off. Liv was great. Um, yeah. Carmella's also much better than people uh, often give her credit for. She's a great character and she's very capable in the ring. She's a very good. What wrestler. would you say her character is? She's well, I mean, so now she's just sort of like super conceited, like hot lady. Who is just See, that's very, what I get. So yeah, I'm yeah. like, interesting. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, she's sort of, well, she used to be like the Staten Island princess, but now she's mm-hmm. sort of evolved into being like that lady got famous and rich. Mm-hmm. And so now she's like, she still is basically that, but she's good. Like, and when I say character, I don't necessarily mean that she's got a good, like, oh, she's a fish. Mm-hmm. I just mean that she's like, you know, she understands like her personality and she emotes very clearly. Yeah. And she, like, her point of view her character's point of view informs the moves that she does instead mm-hmm. of just like doing moves or whatever you know what i mean she, yeah, and she, well, she, and she was she runs the, away yeah she did the coward thing good, yeah, yeah where she was like running and hiding in other people's yeah. chambers to avoid the elimination uh yeah wasn't she like casually stepping out of one and then moving into the other one because she was like i'm smart yeah she was going into them and like shutting the somehow getting the doors shut i wasn't yeah. sure how she was getting the doors shut because you're not supposed to be able to shut the doors yourself i don't think but yeah she did uh but it was because she was running from nikki right i think so yeah because nikki's cool and and crazy and yeah she didn't want it so they had to immediately get her out of the match yeah you don't want her in there too long i was annoyed by that but i mean it was fine it was i I didn't hate it and i was happy with the outcome Mm -hmm. but overall i would i would give it i would give it a c oh okay yeah for chamber yeah okay uh, no, you're, I mean, well, yeah, they definitely had uh, some issues for sure. And Raquel Rodriguez is, um, Oh yeah, Raquel Rodriguez, I thought they were really setting up to win it. Yeah. And I was happy she didn't because I wanted Asuka to win more. Yeah. But, uh, you know. I mean, Raquel Rodriguez is also still pretty new, so. And I did think it was good that they took two people to pin her. Oh yeah, they literally, like, they hit her with, like, three finishers. Yeah. Uh, to take her down. So she looked very strong mm-hmm. in it. But she is still, like, very new. And I'm not, like, a, super on her train yet. Um, not on the Raquel yeah. train? Not choo yet. Choo-choo? Yeah. Choo-choo. It's leaving the station. You're not on it? Choo-choo. Uh, You're not going to take the train? I'll take the next one. Uh, wow. Yeah. But Asuka, now I'm on that train. <laughs> That's a good you train know? to be on. It's yeah. a great train. And she it's is- It's the future. I mean, she, it's incredible, like, the reaction she gets. I mean, she was gone for a while, and she came back, and she looks so cool, and she's just, her like- Her face paint is great. Her, her face paint is great. Her, I mean, she's always been a great wrestler, but the wrestling has been so crisp and perfect. Her face paint is great, and it doesn't seem to come off. Yeah, it doesn't. And I'm like, it's how is this? It's a tattoo. <laughs> what Asuka, if it's a no. tattoo? I mean, it looks cool. It looks great, but it's white, and if it was a tattoo, that would be very painful, because I think white tattoos are very painful. Probably, anyway. yeah. That's also just be a lot of ink. I feel like that would be I don't bad for your skin. Yeah, probably. I but um, maybe I don't know if that's true though. I know nothing about tattoos. But anyway, it's not a tattoo that she has. Um, but yeah, she looks great. I think it was the right choice because, to my knowledge, I don't remember her and Bianca having had like a big match before. Mm-hmm. Um, like they probably wrestled on a Raw somewhere for three minutes or something, or yeah. even for longer. But like, just, like no just, heat like, behind it. A really believable champion. She is. You and know, as is Bianca Belair, and they would. Yeah. I think they're uh, like. I mean, Asuka could have, like, a Roman Reigns two-year run. Like, Well, she did. She did have that. She was, mm-hmm. for a year and a half, she was the NXT Women's Champion. And for, like, two years, she was not 
uh, beaten until she lost to Charlotte at WrestleMania for no reason and then Charlotte. congratulated her. And then Charlotte immediately lost the title the next day to Carmella. Now that we're talking um, about Charlotte, we can talk about the the um, the the couple, the goat couple, and uh, J- Judgment Day. Oh yeah, that was that was a great match. I mean, yeah. uh, not that I didn't expect it to be to be good, but you know, sometimes those like random tag match, not random, yeah. but those like tag matches can be. So this was a tag team between Rhea Ripley, Finn Balor, and Edge and his wife Beth. Edge and his wife Beth. Edge Phoenix. and his wife Beth Phoenix, who is a Glamazon slash WWE Hall of Famer, but we call her Edge and his wife Beth as one phrase because that's often how it's said by the announcers, and it's also yeah. funny to me. Edge and his wife Beth. Edge and um, his wife Beth. She also had her face painted. I didn't realize like Bull Nakano, who was a like a legendary Japanese women's wrestler, oh. and she also wrestled in the WWF. I for did a like time. her face paint. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And uh. But yeah, that match was great, and Rhea Ripley and Beth Phoenix had some gr- like they were the best part of it. They had some great. Yeah. Uh, segments and stuff. And, and you want to talk about, like, I was talking about Mercedes looking good after having not wrestled for a couple of months. Beth Phoenix doesn't wrestle on a regular basis anymore. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember. What her, I mean, she has wrestled more matches in the past, like, two years probably than she had in the past, mm-hmm. like, ten before that, or not maybe not that long, but five at least. Yeah. Uh, and she looked incredible out there. She I, did look incredible. She was late on one hit. There was oh she she was late breaking up a pin yeah she was supposed to break up a pin yeah I did catch that yeah not letting people off the hook I'm not one of these people who's just gonna say everything was good I'm not gonna do that I'm gonna give you the truth fair and balanced fair and balanced she was late breaking up a pin she was um but we forgive her we forgive her she's Edge's wife Beth she's Edge's wife Beth and they've had a hard year and they've had a hard year and she I if Rhea Ripley wasn't going for uh charlotte smackdown women's title i would have been like we should just have beth phoenix versus rhea ripley one-on-one at wrestlemania that would be a great match oh that would be super right um uh, but rhea ripley and oscar are probably two of my favorite people on the wrestlers on wwe right now yeah um i I would agree i'm like i would be happy for bianca to retain Mm -hmm. you know I, i really love bianca too but i think if oscar and rhea are the champions it would be a whole new era it would be. Which is ironic because Vince is back, so it should be back to the battle days, really. Yeah, uh, it should be back to three-minute matches, um, roll-ups. They're ups. shocking me with their willingness to maintain some level of interest in their women's roster. Well, don't worry. I'm sure when they sell it. Uh, <laughs> well, they are... Yeah, I mean, Rhea Ripley and Oscar are two of the best like characters, wrestlers, and like personalities on... Uh, WWE TV and in the world probably and they I mean the audience reaction shows it they're very yeah. over um, Rhea Ripley is the best part of Judgment Day I love Finn Balor she but is Judgment Day she God, is Judgment Day I can't even people constantly compare like the House of Black and Judgment Day mm-hmm. and say like the House of Black is a much better version of Judgment Day and they were around before Judgment Day and it's like yes House of Black even if they're not like doing always a ton they're definitely they're just, scarier their House presentation is, scarier. is just so much better their their promos are better mm-hmm. they're not on tv every week so it just is very and it's also just that AEW presentation i think is it's just better because it yeah. keeps them like a little more mysterious it's more for grown-ups yeah it is in um, general so you get the actual scariness with yeah. their masks and everything are just really yeah. terrifying um but rio ripley is just so good uh, yeah, and Judgment she, Day is basically yeah. a vehicle for which Rhea Ripley can show up at men's matches. Yes, with her sidekick, <laughs> Dirty Dom. <laughs> because um, she's just great. Mommy she's, and Dommy. She's funny. She's tough. She's cool. Yeah. She's got a great entrance. 
She had a great stare down with Becky Lynch back in yeah. um, January, December that I don't think we got to talk about because I think we were probably on hiatus by then. Yeah. But I uh, I was watching it. I watched the clip like 12 times because I, I can't get enough of it. Mm-hmm. And I need I need that match. I need yeah. Becky and Rhea. I thought maybe that's what we were going to do at WrestleMania because I do want to see more. I don't just want to see the women's title matches at WrestleMania. I want to yeah. see big, like, um, you know, marquee matches in the way that you could have, like, Edge versus AJ Styles or yeah. whatever. That's I just mean, when you've got match. talent like Rhea and Asuka and Becky mm-hmm. and Bailey and Bianca and all these women, it's silly to not have more than one women's match yeah. per, per show, per pay-per-view. You mm-hmm. know, like, it's just ridiculous. Especially it's like, when WrestleMania is two days. I know. It's two shows. And they're like nuts. five hours each. It's nuts. Anyway. But yeah, that, that match is going to be great. I mean, they could close out potentially one of the nights of WrestleMania. I mean, the second night of WrestleMania is going to be for sure. I think Rhea Cody could Rhodes headline. versus yeah. uh, Roman Reigns. But sure. yeah, they could definitely headline one of them unless... Because uh, I mean, the Roman Reigns storyline is good, but they kind of did it like at Elimination Chamber. Well, I do think that Cody Rhodes... They did... Uh, Sami Zayn versus Roman Reigns, which yeah. was the match everybody was like losing their minds over. Yeah, well, that was what we wanted. We wanted Sami Zayn to win. But yeah. I mean, I watched a lot of WWE. I mean, maybe one percent of me thought for uh, at all he had that he had a chance of winning that, just because I can see where the story is going. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's very easy to say that now after the show, but you know, yeah. I, there was like one or two near falls that that got me a little bit. But I mean, it was a great match, and the story is fantastic. Honestly, but I feel like because a lot of people are mad that he didn't win, mm-hmm. but it does feel like the story they're telling is like a Pixar movie. It's like, like you know, spoiler for the end of Cars, it becomes more important for him, for Lightning McQueen to help his friend than to like win the race. Sorry, I haven't seen Cars. It kind of looks like you're on the phone. <laughs> Hello, yeah. I'm trying to protect Hi. myself from Cars spoilers. I, I haven't seen Cars. Hi, <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen Cars. Can you um? Protect me from car spoilers, Come into please? your ear. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it becomes like, so it seems like he and Kevin Owens repairing their friendship and him getting some sort of closure with Jey Uso and dismantling the bloodline is the story more so than him just like winning the world title, um, which is a very nuanced story for, uh, for WWE especially. Um, and it also makes sense now for, because some people are not sure if Cody is even going to win the titles. Mm-hmm. at wrestlemania but i think he will because of the work that Sami Zayn and kevin owens have done but mostly Sami Zayn to like fracture the bloodline because now mm-hmm. roman is going in he doesn't necessarily have jay yeah. to rely on mm-hmm. you know and is like he's not as like confident and he's got all this Sami Zayn stuff to worry about and so now he's like cody rhodes could this could be the time yeah that he's most vulnerable yeah um and i do think cody's gonna win and i do really like this cody story too it just happened the, the only thing that is not even wrong with the Cody storyline is that it's happening concurrently with the Sammy story. But then, but they honestly, I shit on WWE all the time for being insanely illogical or just like nihilistically pointless, but, uh, their handling of both of these stories at once has been, uh, incredible because mm-hmm. they've had this, they've kept this Cody thing going and kept it compelling and kept people from like turning on him, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, cause people also want to see Cody. The last time something like this happened with Daniel Bryan, 
and Batista in WrestleMania really wanted Daniel Bryan to win, even though they already were like establishing they were going to have Batista mm-hmm. win because like Guardians of the Galaxy was about to come out and Batista was like this returning guy. You gotta, you gotta make room for synergy, folks. You gotta. Uh, Story is secondary. Synergy matters. Yeah. So everybody turned on Batista um, and we're rooting for Daniel Bryan, but that was really a different situation because Batista had already been to the top of the mountain many times over and he hadn't been around for a while and he hadn't just wrestled with a torn like peck or whatever Cody had. Um, and so I think Cody's kind of like won people over for life at this point. Uh, and people want to see Cody win as well. Mm-hmm. So it's basically like two Daniel Bryans at the same time, instead of, um, instead of just the one versus like a Hulk Hogan. Mm-hmm. Uh, and people are like, well, we don't want the Hogan guy. We want, you know, Batista's much, better than hulk hogan i want to be clear i'm not i'm not comparing batista to hulk hogan in any way other than similar spots on the card i'm just gonna sit here and let you spiral about that for a second no batista look dave listen to me um but they uh actually it'd be great if dave was listening to this i'd be honored um but a uh just let him um, spiral just let him oh god oh god what else what else um (laughs) no but i do think they're doing a great job with this i do think it was probably the right move honestly i would have cried if sammy zan had won but it's not i mean i i think my problem necessary my problem with it was um you know it was a great match there were all the near falls got me as well i was very excited about it but i knew just from from talking to you Mm -hmm. that wwe never lets them win in their hometown oh that's true i knew he was never gonna win and i hate that that was right like, I hate that it was like, yes, we are still doing the same thing. You know? <laughs> no. Yeah, well, Drew McIntyre, they lost. He lost as well to in, in mm-hmm. uh, the UK. Um, well, yeah. And so Roman. it's like, I know going in, he's probably not going to win. If he does win, it signals WWE willing, willing to do something wildly different than they would normally do. Mm-hmm. But because he didn't, I'm like, mm, they they aren't. Yeah. I it was, a, I was really like a toss-up on which was the right call, him or Cody. I, like, they're, yeah. you know. I mean, the Sammy, I love Sammy Zayn. You know, I've loved him ever since, you know, he first started wrestling in NXT in 2014 because mm-hmm. uh, he reminds me so much of this wrestler named El Generico, who I used to really love, who used to do stuff a lot with Kevin Steen. Um, and then, of course, Kevin Steen left ROH and went to NXT. And, you know, we find out that Sammy Zayn knew uh, Kevin Steen, Kevin Owens as well. And, you know, when El Generico went to yeah back to mexico to take care of his orphans whatever happened to generico Generico, well he was from an orphanage in mexico and he went back to mexico to take care of the orphanage wow yeah what a nice thing yeah yeah but i think he trained Sami Zayn. anyway everyone ever no one ever like tracked him down and see well you know that's going well they respect his privacy i mean i think he does a good job i think he must be doing a good job because nobody's really you know nothing like no news is good news you know yeah, when it comes to orphans. Yeah, I think he'll show up. I was hoping that he would have been. No news is good news when it comes to orphans. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, orphans. No news today. All right. Um, no, no, but no, I, no news about the orphans. I yeah, no, the orphans the are all doing great. The orphans are just continuing to orphan. Exactly. Um, and so I was really hoping El Generico would show up to support Sami Zayn, but he didn't. But what are you going to do? Yeah, it's kind he of probably cold. Was busy. It's like weird that he just cut off everyone in his life. Well, you and, know, uh, I mean, the orphans needed him. Uh, but anyway, this Sammy is now Zane. a kayfabe podcast. <laughs> Sammy Zayn is great. I've been following his and Kevin Owens' careers for many, many years at this point. Uh, so it is very meaningful to me to watch them have their like reunion, and it also it makes sense because they've mostly Kevin Owens has turned on Sammy so many times 
and then Sammy, you know, really recently in the last couple of years has finally like had enough of him and turned on him as well. But Sammy's always been like the softy mm-hmm. of the two. So like he's always the one. So it makes sense that he would like stop Roman Reigns from doing this and feel bad uh, and then extend his hand to try to like mend fences. And of course, Kevin Owens is like, no, fuck you. Um, but they're going to. But we'll see what happens. Um, I think this is going to be a very meaningful story. And the Jey Uso stuff is also like just a whole other layer of great stuff. Normally, I have no faith in WWE to con- to like finish a story properly. Um, or And like I, know, I think a lot of people are not even expecting Sammy to get any sort of moment at WrestleMania. But I am confident that he and Kevin Owens will win those tag titles from the Usos. And he'll get some sort of closure with Jay. Also, my pitch now, Cody wins the titles, right, from Roman. Mm-hmm thanks to Sami Zayn helping to like fracture the bloodline uh, power base. And then Cody has his two world titles, the WWE title and the universal title, which technically there's still two titles. Um, and I want him to be like cut a classic Cody Rhodes promo where he's like, you know, I've been through hard times because that's his dad's famous promo, right? Hard times. And, you know, I got an opportunity for these titles and I, I can't, you know, it's not fair of me to keep both of these titles. You know, I can't, and it's like, I can't even expect myself to be able to defend both of these titles you know, uh, and so what I want to do is vacate one of them to give the rest of the uh, the roster an opportunity. It's, it's very in character for Cody to do something like that. Have him vacate probably the Universal title um, since he's on Raw, and the WWE title I think is the one he mainly wanted to win. Um, and so he could put the Universal title back on SmackDown. You have a tournament for the vacant title. Finals are Roman Reigns versus Sami Zayn. Sami wins there. Maybe thanks to some Jey Uso help. Honestly, mm. that would be. Because Jay Uso like, hasn't like turned on him. That was the thing I was worried about is that Jay was going to turn on him, and he didn't. Mm-hmm. He yeah, I know. He was still conflicted. Yeah. But now he's going to be like mad at Sammy because he's like, "You hit me at the thing." It's like it was an accident. It's like ah, I'm so confused, you know. Yeah. Um, there's no video evidence to show him what happened. I know. So there's no way for him to know. That's always the hole in wrestling, is the. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Like, How could I know that that was an accident? There's no proof. Like when they fist bumped, uh, like a week ago on SmackDown or something, and Jay Uso like looked around before he did it, and it's like, dude, yeah. it's on live TV. <laughs> um. Uh. uh well, maybe yeah. maybe El El Generico will. We'll, we'll show up and help. Into this Maybe somehow. Maybe he'll show up and help. I yeah, I don't know. You know, it sounds like Sammy could use a little of uh, some friends right now. God, that'd be so great. Uh, Kevin Owens, Sammy Zayn, and El Generico all reunite. And Ezekiel. Ezekiel. Oh, did I tell you that Elias? Somebody asked him about Ezekiel in an interview, and he was like, "Yeah, you know, I haven't talked to him. He's been in a coma. Uh, <laughs> it's really hard for me. It's like it's really hard for me to see my brother that way. You know, I mean, this is for like, the it's uninitiated. Really... Elias is a wrestler, and he has a twin brother named Ezekiel. Yeah, who has shown up on WWE and. We are we we believe Kevin Owens, who's yes. been trying to tell everybody that they're the same person. Yeah, uh, and, one uh, has a beard and one doesn't. Yeah, and uh, now I guess Ezekiel is in a coma. Yeah, and so Elias was saying that and it's, Elias it's just hard casually to, dropped. It's that. hard to see him, uh, you know, that way. Yeah, it was, you know, it's really difficult for him. Um, so he hasn't, you know, there's not a lot of updates there. Um, so that was really good. I, I talked about a lot of the stuff I was going. Apparently, Trish Stratus was supposed to be at Raw and was backstage because she's from Canada and they did it in Canada. Nice. Also, well, I'll talk about that in a second. But then she oh. they they nixed the creative plans and she left. Apparently, rude. Yeah. Well, I I don't expect her to dramatic. stay. If it sounds dramatic, but apparently all the things are like they just changed their minds and they just told her she could go. <laughs> I mm. I don't know. I mean, I don't know why you would not just have her do literally something. I've seen the stuff they have legends do. 
on the yeah, show. Yeah, really. It is 99.999% of the time literally empty nothing. Yeah. You know, like I've absolute nothingness. Too. I watched Raw 30. You could have 30. her do one. Li- exactly. It was that was, 90% Undertaker comes out. She could just do an entrance. Like there's yeah. nothing. You don't. What substance do you need? Like half of the time when you have these legends, they're just there to like make people go like, I remember that. But and that's you know, it. John, you know, John, you know, the, the thing about Trish Stratus that makes her different than all those other legends like Undertaker who come out and just wave and then go back. Um, She's a girl. She is. I'm mad. Sit with this. <laughs> Sit with this. I'm Face mad. It. I'm mad for all the girls. I know. Um, they don't give it. They don't get enough. Alundra Blaze played a poker game. You couldn't find a poker game for Trish Stratus to play? I don't know. She could have just ridden a motorcycle around the ring like Undertaker did. Wee! <laughs> Ride a bike. Yeah. Um, a yoga off with DDP. They both are big into yoga and have their own yoga brands. Um, yoga rules. Mm-hmm. I got to go to yoga soon. A yoga rules match. Oh, yeah. I guess I should start. Uh, I haven't even talked. So much we haven't talked about. Switchblade Jay White, though. Is he going to WWE? We don't know. But we already we talked know. about this. We talked about that, but... Uh, well, the thing we didn't talk about is there were rumblings that maybe they wanted that WWE was after a bigger free agent. And I was like, I don't know who a bigger free agent is than that. It was like somebody who was apparently the rumor, the scuttlebutt. Oh, no. Kenny Omega. No. I would be sad. Never. I don't think never. so. Well, I would have said never, but then Cody Rhodes is won the Royal Rumble. So I, who the hell knows? Yeah, but. I don't think so. I you know I but uh, never also the thing is with with some of these guys I they try to remember is that they're older mm-hmm. and perhaps I mean Kenny Omega is like our age he's not like super old but he's definitely you know he's been wrestling a very intense style for a long time and mm-hmm. maybe not that WWE is easier because you have a crazy schedule but maybe he could work out a thing where he only wrestles on TV or something and those WWE matches are often a little simpler. You know, and mm-hmm. they can be safer, not safer, you know, the other ones are dangerous, but they can be a little bit easier. You can just kind of wrestle some more similar matches. I don't know. So maybe, maybe it's more enticing. And I mean, they can probably pay him more. So I, I don't know. I don't know what his, I don't know. They didn't say anything that he's going to do it. I hope he doesn't do it. I don't want him to do it. Uh, but I'm, I'm trying, yeah, I'm not trying really, not to judge if he does. I'd be really upset if he did it. Cause there was all these videos of him saying hi to Mercedes backstage at yeah. her debut and everything. And, and Apparently she you said know. she was nervous and he was like, what? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so but yeah, that we'll, would be a shame. I thought you were going to say CM Punk. No. <laughs> there were there were rumors that like CM Punk was going to come, <laughs> but he's still under contract to AEW. Uh, Kenny Omega, I think, is like on an extension of his contract right now or something. So okay. we'll see. Let's, um, you said we had a ton more to talk about. So. Well, we, don't, we won't talk about a ton. I was going to bring up women's wrestling and stuff in AEW. Oh, apparently Tony Khan has a big announcement. Major announcement. Today, for dynamite it'll be today because today's wednesday no today's yeah for dynamite yeah. Well, we can just when say when you're dynamite. watching this it'll be wednesday yeah today so is i don't tuesday know what it's gonna be but... we'll see what it was the last time or one of the last times is he bought ring of honor so i don't i don't know maybe he's gonna oh actually this, i know he's... what it is i do you really know i do this well because i read i read something uh on a blog um and so i can't remember what blog it was at the time but they trademarked a new name AEW collision Ooh, is that maybe a new show? Could be. It's a trademark of a name of a wrestling entertainment entity. Okay. So it's maybe a new show. Might be something. I don't know. It's a show for the women to be on prominently. I think I would hate it if it was and they call it Collision. 
because it's like these women can't drive. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible drivers. These women yeah. are going to be running their cars all over the road. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, no, but I, I think it'll be, it might be a new show. That would yeah. be cool. Although they have so many shows They already. have so many shows. We were just complaining about this, about how so many people that we want to see end up on Dark or Dark Elevation. Yeah, like Sunny Kiss and Athena. Sunny Kiss, Athena, Hobbs. Oh, yeah, Powerhouse Hobbs was on uh, Dark Elevation, I think. Yeah. Um, and Dark and Dark Elevation are fun shows. It's just like, Watching Dynamite and Rampage every week is already a three-hour commitment. Yeah, I I, I like and Dy- Dark sometimes is like an hour and a half long. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like I can't. Necessarily- it's like two hours. Yeah, because sometimes they have like fifteen matches on Dark. Yeah, and it's like they're short, but like I can't watch. Well, all now this. I'm just watch. I'm o- basically only watching Dark Elevation or Dark because mm-hmm. that's where all the wrestlers I want to see are. Mm-hmm. And then when I watch Dynamite, it's like fun. Like I like Dynamite as a show a whole lot, but. You know, aside from like MJF and Chris Jericho, uh, there isn't anybody appearing on Dynamite that I like can't get enough of and need to see every week. You know what I mean? It's not that other people aren't good. It's just that like when you see the same people every week, yeah. it's kind of like it can be a lot. John Moxley I, was I could supposed use to be going. Up. He was supposed to be on vacation months ago. Honestly, even MJF, like, I don't necessarily want to see every week. Yeah, which is why he's not there every week. Yeah. Only when he's contractually obligated right. to be there. Oh, when uh, with Jay White uh, being out of New Japan now, Bullet Club is out a leader, and somebody tweeted at MJF. Uh, maybe you saw this. They were like, "Oh, hear me out. What if MJF becomes the new leader of Bullet Club?" And MJF's response was, "I'd rather join the Bullet in My Head Club." Uh, which is yeah, he's right. Uh, uh, was there one more thing? Because there's other stuff that I would talk about. We can talk about it next week. It's not yeah, a big let's deal. talk about it next week. Um, it? I was just gonna say because that made me think of my um nerd fantasy booking. Maybe we could do a section called nerd fantasy booking. That's my whole life. Where we say like a a thing that could never ever happen. Okay. But we'd like it to happen, okay. and if it did, it would be our nerd fantasy booking. Oh, okay. Okay. Do you want to go first? Or do you want me to go first? Because I already know what mine is because I thought of it like weeks ago. You can go first. Okay. So my nerd fantasy booking is for Rhea Ripley to win the title at WWE, but then like in some sort of like super dramatic fashion, leave WWE uh, and then come to AEW and take the belt off MJF. Wow. Yeah. That's my nerd fantasy booking. Thank you very much. I (laughs) am fully on board for intergender matches. I like I want to definitely present the like the women's world titles as being equal to the men's world titles. Yeah. But I mean, it's just like the WWE championship or whatever right. is like it's going to be seen off a lot of times as the like the top title. And yeah. I just want I just want people to be able to go for like anybody should be able to get that title. I think it would be so Rhea Ripley should be able to be the WWE champion. But I also just you know think I mean? it would be such a fun narrative twist mm-hmm. for her to like debut in AEW after some horrible, you know, mm-hmm. scuffle at WWE backstage. Mm-hmm. And then like everybody's like, oh, Rhea's here. She's going to unseat Jade or something, yeah. you know. But then meets mjf but then she interrupts mjf oh that'd be great people would be all uh, people would lose their people would lose their minds no like i can't whenever anybody is like trying to argue that like ah the intergender matches i'm like first of all it's that's getting all that out of your head second of all it's like first of all wrestling is fake yeah first of all wrestling's fake (laughs) but so even if you're trying to man establish that not me man established that wrestling is not a real sport we're gonna make it fake uh they're you know it's just people would be people would be into it. You can absolutely if Tessa Blanchard wasn't seemingly not a great person, I was so excited for her to win the Impact World Title. 
also here's oh you know what we'll we'll do i probably have like a ton of these here's my fantasy booking that i don't think is going to happen but i think will happen and it's similar i think mickey james should win the impact world championship oh yeah mickey james is a goddamn legend and she is <laughs> like that you censored yourself i know yeah and she is one of the reasons why impact has not only survived but thrived in many ways and i mean she was a huge success for i don't have to list mickey james's accolades her career stands uh for itself but she is so important to impact as well and they've already like you know done like intergender title changes and stuff so like Mm -hmm. why like she's had the women's uh the knockouts world title yeah many times and it's like she's talked about retiring soon and i don't see any reason why she couldn't win it's just an exciting it's an exciting way to spice things up people yeah it is and people would like if you think like when people are in like a specific division or whatever sometimes there's a ceiling when Becky Lynch wins every women's title in WWE, it's like, well, where are we go? For? You know, it's like, yeah. oh, it's cool to see her. You know, I still like seeing her. There's still stories to tell. Mm-hmm. If Becky Lynch can go for the universal title, that's a total, this is a very new ground. You think like Becky Lynch, yeah. Sami Zayn, Battle of the Redheads. I mean, that would be great. I'm burning through all my fantasy bookings. I know. For this to be a regular segment. Um, And so, yeah, that, I think Mickey James should win the Impact World Championship. Okay, great. Uh, That's exciting. But yeah, we'll talk about other stuff later. Was there another like small thing I wanted to mention? I don't know. Um, I have literally no way of knowing that. Yeah, I'm just trying to remember <laughs> if there was one more thing here. Uh, what else? Sometimes he asks me about thoughts he's having in his own head, and yeah. I'm like, I... Oh, check out the GCW Jersey J Cup. It was a great show. <gasps> we went to it. We went to it. It was and fun. It was there... Like there's a lot of great wrestlers. They like Speedball, Mike Bailey, one of the best, mm-hmm. one of the best out there right now. Oh, he was great. We he love Speedball. Great. Uh, Joey Janela, also great. Uh-huh. Um, a lot of great people Your in the show. Your new favorite. Uh, so yeah, so there's this guy Jordan Oliver who is like has been uh doing doing well in GCW, but I haven't seen a ton of, right? And I was like, he was the only one in the tournament. It was you know a one night tournament. It was the only guy in the tournament I wasn't super familiar with. So I look him up, find his Wikipedia. He's from Newburgh, New York. That's where my dad's from. I grew up like a lot of my life in Newburgh. And as soon as I found out that he, like I I was cheering for a bunch of different people. As soon as I found out that he was from Newburgh, Mm -hmm. I was like screaming for him the whole time. Uh, Eight, four, five. Eight, Eight, four, five. five. It's so funny to me for somebody. It's so funny for me to somebody be like, he's like built from the eight, four, five Newburgh, New York, like as though it's any sort of identity. Like that's where I'm from. And it really is not a thing. Also, before he was born, because he's only 23, before he was born, we were part of the 914 area code. And mm. then they created the 845 area code, and I was in, like, mm. middle school or something. Mm-hmm. Um, he's much younger than us. Yeah, I could probably know his dad in high school or something. Uh, but <laughs> so Jordan Oliver was great. GCW Jersey Jacob was great. Um, Speedball was great. Commander was great. I bought a shirt from him. He was uh, yeah. he was great with his fans, support Commander. Um but yeah, there was uh check it out. Support Yeah Support Wrestling. Support indie wrestling. We really love indie wrestling. We love it. And we're gonna do more about indie wrestling in the future. You know what I wanna do? On March tenth on March tenth, there's a House of Glory show featuring Oh yeah. Max. The Impaler? What? Yeah. Yeah. Max. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I want to see Max. Yeah, we can do that. They're going to fight uh, Ultraviolet, who we saw oh, yeah. at the last the, the, House of Glory she's show. The, the, yeah, she's their title holder. Yeah, she's but the women's champion. Because uh, she does also going to be there. I think that'd be fun. 
Yeah, I think that'd be super fun. Yeah, we should go. So I think we should go to that. You we'll be go. there. We, you should go to House of Glory is a great show. It's a free ad for House of Glory that yeah. we're doing on the podcast. Go for it. Um, and also, XSW is having another show soon, but I don't remember the date. Uh, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. We'll have another podcast before that happens. Yeah, we will. I right. have a final thought. Yeah, is this, do you have any but final thoughts? I'm going to change my final thought section and <gasps> I'm going to make it. This is huge. It's not final thoughts anymore. What? It's what? it's homework, which is a sexier, cooler name that everybody's going to love. Homework. What? My homework this week for myself uh-huh. and for you, if you want to follow along, is to watch a documentary I became aware of in the last couple weeks called Gaia Girls. Ah, uh, yes. And it's only available on YouTube in a, you know, really grainy, like, bootleg. Mm-hmm. But it's apparently about Japanese wrestling, it, it, Japanese women's wrestling. It mm-hmm. came out in, like, 2000. And it was repeatedly cited by Mercedes Vernado as something that inspired her when, um, you know, she was watching it a lot. And uh, a friend of mine at work, uh, who's a film reviewer, who I will, I will... Her name is Allison Wilmore. There we go. <gasps> I said it. She recommended it to me and said it was good. Wow. So that's my homework. I'm going to watch that this week. Okay. If you'd like to watch it. Uh, watch it. Fans and friends. <laughs> do it. All right. Is that it? That's it. That's all I got. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye. Good night and good wrestling. Who were those guys? <laughs>